Welcome to another episode of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing 101. I got a very special guest this week, Dr. David Fletcher from CLA Inc. Uh, they run, they're the leaders in scanning technology in the chiropractic profession. I can talk about that firsthand. I've been using it for 17 years. It's been absolutely fantastic in not only building a practice, but marketing my practice. And that's why I invited David, and he's so gracious to take some of his time to be on here today. He's going to blow your mind. He always does. If you've never seen him, you're in for a treat. David, tell us what you do, where it all started, and how where we are now with all this stuff. Hey, um, I guess we always begin by saying thanks, and it, it really is a special time for us to get together on camera because uh, we do interact, you know, as we are, uh, you know, through emails and otherwise, but it's great to see you again. And I think that, um, you know, as we talk about the introduction and we talk about where we're going today, um, you know, the essence of chiropractic has always been to be visible. And uh, for us to for us to have a great message about chiropractic and to be great practitioners as we are, we have to take the next step. And the next step has always been to say, um, use something that gives you greater certainty, get, allows the patient to have you know confidence in what recommendations you're making, and most importantly, uh, give you the edge as far as your positioning within the market space. And that's one of the reasons that that you know uh, I put my life into this realm of this technological interface called insight scanning. And as you said, uh, in the green room, as we were sort of getting together, 16 years of, of success in your world has translated by, has been translated by using the insight uh, subluxation station when it was originally built to, um, to really give you the confidence and you the positioning message for what it is that you do in your practice every day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we talk about marketing as, as chiropractors, which we don't, we're never taught. There was no marketing no. class in, in school. There still isn't. There's no running a business class at all, except, uh, you know, how to put in CPT codes. And there, there's really nothing that teaches us how to really be entrepreneurs. So as chiropractors, naturally, you know, chiropractic finds you, you don't find chiropractic, you get through it. And you become a chiropractor and you're actually really good. Most chiropractors are good at marketing what they do, yeah. what they do, what they run into problems is how do they do it? And they're not very good at explaining that. And they're even worse at explaining why they do it. They have no yeah. clue. Yeah. And I think that, I think this really, and we could go down a very deep bunny hole as to the why behind it all, but keeping it really simple. Um, you know, if we take a look in the named professions that are associated with back care only, like, you know, talking about spine-based care, et cetera, there's 17 named professions. And that goes everything from physiatrists, orthopedic surgeons, to massage therapists, to, you know, the names of it. And a chiropractor is one of those. And that's a cluttered marketplace. That's a red ocean that is that is completely relatable to, to any one of us on this call that would have this relationship of trying to say, well, I'm different, I'm better. And the way that great practices are built uh, means that you don't have to give up your relationship to the spine. Goodness gracious, it's called a vertebral subluxation, is that the, the greatest thing that you can do is move the message deeper and with more consequences and with more outcomes to get into the nervous system. 
And the minute that you take that next step, which is to align yourself with neurofunctionality, uh, it opens up a, a, an incredible opportunity for you to move into a blue ocean of where there is really no one doing what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, the trick then is to, is to allow people to see that you have this special approach, or at least this very proven special approach that allows you to not only identify where the distress on the nervous system is changing their health, uh, perhaps giving them the symptoms that they came in with, but most importantly, that you can develop a plan that makes sense to them. And that was the, that was the whole driving force behind creating a technology interface. Um, it's cool. Uh, you know, if you were to use our technologies now, um, they work with an iPad interface. Uh, so you look really good. Uh, it allows you to access all the Apple features. But most importantly, it isn't just about the, you know, the show and tell that you're doing in the office. It makes sense. It just is, is makes sense. And so one of the sort of, um, I would say, uh, branding moments for our technology, but for chiropractors using the technology is that it makes the invisible visible. And that's really important in a marketing strategy is that you have to help people um, understand the dramatic difference of what's going on. Uh, you have to you have to use it, it. You have to give people the confidence to know that you're not just talking about the problem or listening to the problem, but you have a way of identifying and using objective data to absolutely define where it is that you're going to take them and how you're doing along the way. Love it. Yeah. Making the invisible visible. That's what we've been doing uh, in our practice. My story with CLA was very early on. I mean, right from graduation, bought a practice, figured out that, you know, uh, I want to do this myself, more of a type A person. And I learned very quickly within eight weeks that, oh my gosh, this is not what I thought business was going to be like. And some, a mentor of mine told me, you got to get a substation. You, you got to get the substation. And we did. And we went from a 12 PVA to a 36 PVA. For those of you that don't know what that is, your patient visit average. We automatically tripled our practice because we were able to discuss and get them to the second progress exam and the third progress exam to show them how the nervous system changes over time. And I thought as an upper cervical doctor, that was going to be no problem. But with, you know how it is. Chiropractic works every single time. So sometimes it's four visits. Sometimes it's 10 visits. People get better and they think it's the medical model. So for me, it was a life game changer. And then at that point, I had to go and learn CLA. I had to go and learn what all yeah. this stuff was. And it took a while going to the mountain a few times, understanding how it works, and, and then now having that certainty to move forward. So the, the point of this podcast and why I was excited for you to say yes is, you know, how can chiropractors continue to move the needle with certainty to reach more people in their community? I think technology is one huge step. It is. And uh, there's an expectation when people go into a healthcare provider these days that it isn't just a string on a you know, plumb line that says, oh, gosh, you know, your shoulder is low and your, your hips are high. Um, uh, we're far past that level of technology. And although these are pretty good digital you know, sensors, uh, it really is, is important for a person to see and to acknowledge, uh, like we said, making the visible, uh, the invisible visible. And, and you know, I think that one of the things that we've been able to do in this innovative response that we've had to, and by the way, we stay in our lane. We don't sell outside of chiropractic. We're very busy within chiropractic and we continuously um, utilize the, the strengths that make us, you know, uh, different. One of the, we're not one of the 17 when you get into this whole relationship. So it was really one of the mandates for us to be able to do a couple of things from a marketing perspective 
um, in doing that. Number one, uh, we had to make the system transportable so that if people were going into the community, whether it be to a screening or whether it be to a, a corporate health fair or something of that nature, that you could simply take an iPad and you could take a, a, a wireless instrument and you could start to introduce the idea that chiropractic looks deeper. In fact, if you were to buy one of our systems, the marquee on the box says look deeper. And that really is an appealing strategy. The number two thing is that because it is a it is a technology that is non-invasive, it allows parents and allows people to see that there is this opportunity for them to have a wellness checkup instead of a symptom-based checkup. And that's a huge branding. And, and we'll talk about that a little bit as we go down about how you can, can leverage not only the retention you talked about, the retention is a huge component of, of being able to put people into re-exams and then retention-based PVA. But in that, there, there's sort of golden moments while you're in the practice, you know, usually by about the fourth or fifth visit, as you said, there's a sense of symptom management that's going on. That is the golden moment where you start to say, we'd like to look and, 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 and get a neurological report card on your child, on other family members. Mm. And it's almost immediate. So the second R, if you will, well, third R, I guess, re-exams and retention is this idea of referrals. And in your practice, I know we actually practice geographically in the same sort of hood. You know, I was just north of north of uh, of Calgary in Sylvan Lake when when not exactly when you were there, but we opened up that entire central Alberta community to this idea of of growth and development based on the idea of concentric rings in terms of marketing within your practice. So I think that you've always described this as having, you know, two models of, of marketing strategic uh, positioning. Number one, external, getting out to the community, making sure you have visibility out there, but also marketing from within. And if I was to build my practice these days, I'd bait the hook and put it out into social and I would do everything that I could to have visibility in all the different channels that we had. Probably low on the list would be standing in the mall and doing a screening, but hey, listen, it works. However, I would say if we look at the 80-20 marketing strategy, 80% of that is building the confidence within your in, within this nuclear associative families, if you would, within, the, within your practice. Mm -hmm. And within that, these concentric rings are very easy to identify. And we see this all the time within our community of chiropractic uh, scanning doctors. And by the way, it's thousands. And we, 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 we sell into 26 different countries now actively. So, I mean, it's, it's quite a phenomenon to be scanning. Um, the very first thing we used to have in the office, we had a, a, a framed, or I guess it would be put on the wall policy. It was a policy. And it said directly as they walked down the hallway, it said, it is the policy of this office that every child should have the opportunity to be checked for vertebral subluxations before they become a health issue. That's what it said. And so it became the policy that our staff directed their attention to, that people were given direction to say, I want my child checked. And so we endorsed in, in a marketing strategic model about engaging the family members immediately as they were engaged in our practice. They'd see it, they'd hear it, they'd look at it, is that we did well child checkups. We didn't wait for this whole idea. So we actually became a promotive model for the well child checkup, not the sick child checkup. 
Hmm. So we didn't, it, it was huge. And, and we started to build that sort of first concentric ring of, of child sibling. And we ended up having a four generational practice. And that was based upon the idea in the original uh, substation, it didn't have heart rate variability, but now with HRV in there, there's two pediatric sensors that come along with it. And you can start to check everyone from newborns to super seniors. You know, I mean, it's, it's really useful. But the minute that you get, the minute that you get that first breakout from the symptomatic patient into the referral of that next family member, you enter into what we refer to as the four generational model of this. Of this. And so we would train our staff to understand that for every person that walked in that door, there was four generations attached to them. And we, we built our entire practice model through the scanning and the orientation towards the subluxation and neurological competency by knowing that we could scan children, we could scan babies, we could scan parents, great grandparents and grandparents. And that was our super skill. And it was so huge that, and, and use the term PVA, and I don't want this to be sort of mine's bigger than yours, you know, comment, but I finished my practice and I moved to Toronto. I finished my practice about seven years ago because I had to dedicate towards the CLA side. My practice PVA was at 305. And that's, that's an incredible number. And that means that for every new patient that came through there, that there was an average of 305 visits. There was just no reason at all. Now, that's a little bit skewed because I stopped taking all the new patients. You know, associates would, would take over. But for the people that I worked with for years and years and years and years, we kept them oriented to this whole concept of staying ahead of the curve and giving them the tools that they needed to make better life decisions. And chiropractic was foundational for me. Yeah. Isn't it amazing to see a patient like now with, with all the technologies, ChiroTouch, EHRs, they walk yeah. in for their 395th visit or 400, yeah. you know, I'm like, I, you look at that number, you're like, you know, what am I doing right? Um and it all bases because of that. It all really based that. I told you mine from 12 to 36. That was in my first six months. I mean, oh, I know. Yeah. Now, now we're moving into family based. And that's was how pediatric, my pediatric practice grew too. Cause you can't upper cervical x-ray uh, a one-year-old. You, no. you, know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you can. Um, but we, we don't, right. Especially in Calgary, we're not going to do that. No. Um, and we didn't do that. So that became a huge tool for us moving forward as well. So, so the, how is, is the technology. Now the why is everything you just, you just said, you know, you do it to hold the patient's health accountable, uh, and use chiropractic to facilitate change. I mean, that's, that's how you do it. But so how do you document this? And we just wrap it up with CLA. That's how you document the change that is actually happening because symptoms only take you so far. And uh, x-rays only take you so far as well. People are better before the x-ray even looks better. You know that? So when you have HRV and you have thermography, and I have the five techs, you know, I started mm -hmm. a long time ago. So all that stuff. Do we use algometry very often? No. It's great for personal injury. And uh, the range of motion is fantastic as well to document that as well. So these technologies are sound fundamental principles of chiropractic. But you're, the way you've brought it in is is such a great way to tie in the entire concept of how the central nervous system actually works, and that's through the HRV. I think the H I like the HRV the most. It gets yeah. the most talk points. It gets the most understanding from the patients. But from a marketing perspective, this is such an internal, and it's turning. You, you guys have done such a great job, and I think heart rate variability in itself with the Apple iWatch and the uh, the Fitbits and all these things 
people are a lot more aware of things that they can be monitoring on a daily basis from sleep to heart rate variability to O2, that it is becoming an external marketing tool very well. And we don't mean standing in a mall, but just these guys are separated from the entire industry, not just chiropractic, but from the entire industry because they're monitoring these things on a, on a consistent basis um, instead of blood pressure and vital signs. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's interesting. You brought up a couple of really cool points. I'll be brief. Um, uh, You can build a different relationship in your community with other professionals too. Just as you said, um, HRV is a universally accepted model now of looking at things that matter, which is autonomic dissonance or the ability of the body to stay in an adaptive state. I just got an interesting uh, email from, of all places, a rheumatologist from, never met the guy, from, um, uh, from Texas. And he got on YouTube, saw one of my YouTubes, which is, by the way, Kairos of CLA on YouTube. And there's a great sequence that's called A Day in the Life. And I go through how to use the HRV, et cetera, et cetera. But he gets in it and he goes, my God, I work at the Mayo Clinic. And he said, and they talk about autonomic dysfunction. He said, but you made it so clear. And, I, and, and he said that graph that you have, you know, the rainbow graph of the green zone and everything else. He goes, if I just had that for my patients, I could, I could, from a rheumatology perspective, talk to them about the impact of their nervous system on inflammatory responses. And I thought, okay, now we're talking about this, this model. You see, we don't live in a bubble. We tend to think we do, but we don't live in a bubble. Number one, from a marketing perspective, everybody's talking and they're talking big about it in social. Um, you know, uh, we work directly with with a lot of pediatric organizations. And the minute that a child has a remarkable improvement under a chiropractic care, it's like these floodgates get opened up of communication from parent to parent, from parent group to parent group, et cetera, et cetera. And whether it's in the spectral you know, community or the hockey, you know, it's my world, is in the hockey concussion world or anything that goes along with that. It absolutely is this firestorm of activity that then brings you forward. And so if you can capitalize on that, uh, you mentioned ChiroTouch. Uh, you know, we integrate with most of them on an API basis of most of the AHRs. And here's the great thing is that once the, once the, uh, the scan data and the scan views are there, you can build a marketing campaign with CSVs or with, with any other MailChimps or anything like that that drags that information from that that marketing hub, if you will, in your ChiroTouch and just blast it out to your to your community. So it becomes a wonderful mail merge model. And listen, like we've always said, is a picture is worth a thousand words. When somebody gets a pre and post and you can build campaigns on this of a scan view that makes sense, you know, subluxated, unsubluxated stress. You can build huge marketing strategic campaigns in your community and in your in your database just on opening the concept of stress on the nervous system. Everybody gets it. It's not like it's, it's some mystery. And you can say, this is what stress on the nervous system looks like. This is what a chiropractor does to change that. It's A and B. 100%. 100%. As much as I hate technology, it's a love-hate relationship. I love it. I just hate it when it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but... It, it's it, it's the way it's the way we do things, and every industry now is using technology to monitor even the simplest things of you know vital signs. I mean, this is all just a cuff now. You don't have to put on a stethoscope anymore. Uh, it really upgraded our perception. We literally have families that are excited about their next scan, and yeah. those are the ones that are at visit you know three hundred you know because they are monitoring, they're engaged with it. Others you know may not care about it, 
but it's an educational tool that we use for that. So for most mar- for chiropractors out there looking at the next shiny thing that they always add, it's always defaults as now as a consultant and I coach chiropractors is they always default to the next symptom-based thing. What's the next thing I can add to my practice, the next shiny thing? And some of these things are ridiculously expensive. Um, I, I encourage you, if you don't have CLA in your practice, that is the shiny thing you should have because it just it branches everything together and it just takes what you're already doing and makes it better. It, it really does. And that's any good business should always work on the bread and butter of their business and make even better bread and even better butter to, to build a stronger business when it comes to that before we start adding the jam and the jellies. Um, so that, that's how it all, that, you know, and I truly believe that. So, and this has been a huge tool for me. Yes, you have competitors, but not really. There's no one else doing what CLA really does encompassing the entire nervous system. They're just taking certain modalities and, or, um, readings or graphs and, and selling those. And that's, and that's fine too. And they and they work well. I, I have both the Titron and the wireless thermal in my office, uh, for different purposes. One is just really easy to monitor the neck. The other one does the full spine. Um, yeah. Do we, anything else you want to add? Well, I, and, and I think that, you know, part of this whole retention model and this, this building uh, huge practices around the real story is that you have to keep the patient engaged and motivated. And one of the things that I get a chance to do, which is, you know, great for me, but great for the profession, is I work with really smart data scientists. And so they've been able to take a lot of the data that we collect, and we collect a lot of that data, like 4 million scans a year. And we give that to the data scientists, and then they start to build these numbers. And so one of the things that we know is that people have always resonated with a report card. And as a consequence of that, one of the tools that we have within that, which is a motivator and goal setter for the clients, uh, patients, is for them to start to use the numeric core score to give them tools. And so in the new software, there's progressions that are built. So we have entire libraries of outcomes. And as soon as there's a score that hits at the age that it hits at, it builds the report from their own personal data. Mm-hmm. And it's just very sophisticated now to to use the tools that that are out there. Um, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Just just we we spent millions of dollars, and we've got you know the brightest people on the planet using AI and everything else that associates with how we can position ourselves. Just use what we've designed for chiropractic, and just start doing what you do best, which is to adjust people and inspire people, and that's our goal. Love it. Yes. Look into CLA. I will have all of David's uh, tags to find them on social media at the, uh, at the end of the podcast and on uh, the blog and on our YouTube channel. So click those, reach out to him. He's super personable and he does reach back to you very quickly. He's, uh, you know, in our profession, I got nothing else to do. Yeah. He's, he's there. He's here for us. And you always have been. And uh, it, we could do a whole nother podcast about how uh, David has taken, you know, CLA to the next level, but uh, maybe we should. Maybe we should do that. I'm always available. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. It was awesome having you here. And uh, listen, shall we go to the stampede sometime soon? We should do that. You know, I've been thinking about uh, a mastermind. Oh, out there. I don't know if you saw my pictures from Kananaskis. I didn't catch those. No, I should have. From last week. And I was sitting out there, and you know, when you're golfing and and you suck at it, you can just stare at a tree and uh, start to meditate a little bit. 
Yeah. And I thought about bringing a, a good group and a mastermind here on business and chiropractic, just a small group, you know, 10 people on how to market and get to the next level. What a great place that would be during stampede. Then we can just finish up. And yeah. Let's do it and just finish off at, uh, you know, in, in all the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there in, in house stampedes. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That'd be fun. Thank you, David. Anytime. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.